Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Joseph throws to Draymond. Cool catch and shoot three. Up and good over Achua who came out to challenge. But just a hair too late. Back-to-back triples for Poole. 27 and a 20-point advantage again for Golden State. What a shooting night. He's 8 of 11, 6 of 9 from 3, 5 of 6 from the line. Incredible shooting night for Jordan Poole and an incredible shooting night from three-point range for the Golden State Warriors as they win tonight over the Toronto Raptors. Final score, 119 to 104 in a game that the Warriors never trailed. John Dickinson with you inside Chase Center tonight. 888-957-9570. The Warriors are 15-2 and to start the season. 15-2. and They've won four in a row following the loss last Sunday against the Charlotte Hornets. And uh, the Warriors just continue uh, their torrid start to this season and it's another night where you look at hey what are the concerns coming into a ball game like tonight where Toronto traditionally has been able to make life maybe a little bit more difficult on Stephen Curry than some other teams can you know do in the league and and no exception tonight uh you knew Nick Nurse was going to try and pay a lot of attention to Steph Curry and what does that mean well others are going to have to step up if Curry is not going to have uh, you know, as strong of a game offensively or if the Raptors are really going to try and take the ball out of his hands and make other players beat you. Well, other players beat the Toronto Raptors tonight. Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole specifically beat the Toronto Raptors tonight as they each go for 30-plus, 30 33 for Jordan Poole, game high, 32 for Andrew Wiggins, and it wasn't just the scoring. It was efficient scoring and knocking down the three ball for those two on a night where Stephen Curry played uh, 37 minutes, finished with 12 points, uh, the, the low mark uh, for him uh, on this young season, but it doesn't matter. The Warriors wind up winning this game from start to finish. They knock down 22 three-pointers, and they win it 119-104. to uh, Other question, always you know, the debate coming off a, an Eastern trip when a team comes home is that first game. Are they a little bit sluggish coming back? We talked about it on Warriors Live. Whitey Gleason joined me, and, and he was all over it. There's two things that the Raptors do really well. They get on the offensive glass and they forced turnovers. Uh, but And the Warriors did have five quick turnovers early on in the game. You're wondering, maybe they're a little sluggish. Maybe there's a little bit of a hangover from the trip and coming back. Uh, there really wasn't, uh, other than the turnovers in the first quarter. The Warriors were humming. They came out humming, moving the ball uh, at a high 
rate and a high pace off of makes, off of misses, the ball movement, the player movement, the zip. Uh, the Warriors really just came out, and, and they didn't look like a team that spent the last week on the road. Uh, they, they looked like a team that, that was fresh, I, I think, for the most part. And they came out and, and just put it on uh, a, a team that has the ability uh, you know, to, to make it a, a difficult ball game for you if you're not up to where you need to be, and tonight the Warriors collectively were up to where they needed to be uh, in earning this victory. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors now 15-2 and on the season, and something's clicked for Andrew Wiggins. Something's clicked for Andrew Wiggins since – that Minnesota game going back uh, about a, a week or, or 10 days ago, I know there was the conversation about Steve Kerr and, and, and the chat that he had had with Wiggins at shoot-around the day of the Minnesota game. And look, we know Wiggins plays well, uh, a, a Canadian guy playing well uh, against the, the, the Raptors, and, and historically he's played well against the Raptors. We know he's played well against the Minnesota Timberwolves throughout the, the, the course of, of his time, and it's always fun to go up against a, a team that used to play for. But something clicked for him on that night when he threw down a couple of dunks over Carl Anthony Towns and he started attacking the basket, and he more consistently has been the the type of dynamic player that the Warriors really, really need uh, it, it, to complement the other players that, that they have on this roster, and not only complement the other players that the Warriors have on this roster, but to fill voids on nights where either Stephen Curry doesn't play, as was the case on Friday night, or on nights where maybe Stephen Curry has an off night or the opposition is uh, on rare occasion, and tonight was one of the rare occasions where off night for Steph, shooting the basketball. Raptors, you know, are going to make a conscientious effort to try and take him out uh, of the game. That means others are going to have to step up and fill the void. And, and let's just be honest. Andrew Wiggins has had a difficult time in the past stepping in and, and filling that void on command. The last week and a half, two weeks, he's been much more adept at filling that void on command, and the Golden State Warriors have have benefited from it. Six of eight from three-point range tonight for Andrew Wiggins, and and many of the threes that that he was able to knock down, many of them were were threes where the Raptors were maybe trying to come back and and, and make it a game. They were were timely three-pointers where there's so much attention uh, on Steph and Draymond and their actions to where the ball just kind of finds Wiggins in the in the corner and he very comfortably is going to fire a three and, and he was on point tonight. Uh, Jordan Poole, got to have a game ball tonight for Jordan Poole. The 10 of 13, 33 points. He was 8 of 11 himself from three-point range. And for all the conversation about the slump and, and the shooting slump that, that Jordan Poole has been in, in particular from three-point range, although he'd been doing really well at getting to the basket, uh, Jordan Poole, these last couple of games, and, and, and maybe maybe playing as the, the lead guy or the 1A or however you want to put it in, in Detroit, kind of got him going a little bit. But the one thing you know about Jordan Poole, he's streaky. He's extremely hot and cold, as cold as he can be. 
from from you know, one night to the next, he could be that hot in a blink. Even in game, we've seen Jordan Poole a couple of different times this year where he's struggling opening night not looking great, and then all of a sudden he can have a big second half or have a big stretch. Boom, boom, boom. He can knock down a couple of threes that, that can help flip a game. But tonight he was he was on it. He, he was absolutely on it. Uh, he continued uh, his stellar shooting. You know, he, he's getting to the basket. He's getting to the free throw line more and more. And you know, Jordan Poole uh, is able to, to make some things happen and, and really fill it up. And, again, another kind of a player when you fast forward – and start looking at, all right, what's it going to look like when Clay Thompson comes back and Jordan Poole's maybe going to go to the bench? And But but you're still going to need instant offense because there's going to be nights where maybe Curry can't play. There's going to be nights where maybe Clay Thompson's going to have to be limited in terms of uh, you know the, the minutes and all of that. So Jordan Poole's going to have to figure out how to fill voids on certain nights. It's not just going to be, hey, you're the leader of the second unit. Go get after it. If you're having a hot night, that's going to help. He's going to have to, to kind of fit his game in that box. And But I think these last two games give him an opportunity to really grow uh, and, 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 and get that confidence back. Although, I mean, let, let's be honest, he never is really – He's never really down uh, in terms of confidence. The shots are going to go up. But uh, I I think every win that the Warriors have had to this point, there's been some kind of special uh, DNA to it, special piece of just the way this 2021-22 team is built that's been a part of it. And I think these last two games, it's really about Wiggins and Poole filling the void and then the Warriors tonight I mean there's nothing you could do if the Warriors I don't care who's playing team hits 22 for 45 from three-point range you're winning that game and and you're probably winning that game comfortably and it wasn't just those two although those two deserve uh, I think that the headlines right off the top for the second consecutive game Otto Porter Otto Porter 15 points five of nine from three-point range he gets the job done and pitches in on a night where it's okay. Iguodala's out. You don't have the stabilizing force. You know Porter's going to get to play, but maybe the shots that Iguodala creates for others, you're going to need to find some offense from off the bench somewhere. Otto Porter's stepping in, and he's knocking down shots. So you see good stuff from him there. And then the other nod i got to give right off the top before we get to the phone lines at 888-957-9570, is Chris Chioza. Uh, Chioza, tonight, who's going to play? Because Gary Payton II is out uh, w- with the, the, the hernia issue. The Warriors being cautious with the, with the hernia uh, re- recovery, surgery recovery. Uh, and so somebody's going to have to play. Somebody's going to get guard minutes, and Chioza gets 20 minutes, and he contributes uh, 11 points and looked extremely comfortable out there uh, in this game uh, against the Raptors. So it's another night where up and down the Warriors roster, they get many, many contributions from many, many different players. And you add it all up and you look at this Warriors team right now, they're 15 and two. They win 119 to 104 over the Raptors. 888-957-9570. Let's get to Filmo, Mike. Uh, Filmo, what's up, my man? How you doing Uh, on 95.7 The Game? What's up with the, uh, what's up with JD? Um, what's up, man? Man, you 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 caught it. You caught it, JD. Some click with Wiggins, man. So they were talking about earlier. They were like, 
do you think we need a, like another star? Somebody was saying, hell no, we don't need no more. We don't need no other no other star. We have a number one pick in Andrew Wiggins. If he play like he's playing right now, it won't make a difference when Clay come back because remember when Clay, remember when the, uh, a reporter asked Clay, "Hey, we got KD and, and uh, Steph Curry on the squad. Do you think he's gonna <laughs> shoot less?" Like, hell no, he's gonna shoot what I've been shooting. So it's scary to think about. And knock on wood, I don't even want to think about Clay Thompson coming back. I just want to knock on wood. And I just want to see him in a uniform for. Real. I don't even want to talk about it no more. Have a great show, JD. Yep, appreciate it, Mike. 888-957-9570. Look, Clay Thompson coming back only helps Andrew Wiggins. It, I mean, that that's just point blank, end of story. Uh, and and look, if if Andrew Wiggins is going to be attacking the rim and and the lanes that are that are available to him, and and occasionally, I mean, look, not every night, but if he's going to have you know games here and there where he knocks down four, five, three pointers, I mean, look out. I mean that's that's trouble, and, and just having another shooter on the floor, Clay Thompson, when you've already got Steph and you've already got Draymond out there doing their thing, the ball's hopping around. I, I, I mean that's only going to help Andrew Wiggins. But but the key really for Andrew Wiggins isn't so much everybody else as much as it is what's going on with his mentality and, and his willingness to to really want to to try and dominate. Like that's that's. That's the thing that's changed for Andrew Wiggins over the course of of the last week and a half, and the Warriors have benefited greatly from it. And, and look, if if he's able to to level up, and you know, it's going to be interesting. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr here coming up in, in just a few moments because I'm I'm sure uh, he was asked about that downstairs in, in the post game press conference. You know, what has clicked for Wiggins? Like, what what has changed? And so. I think it's it, it's interesting because if if he can carry that forward, uh, just I mean the sky's the limit. It's another dimension as you look up and down this Warriors roster. At hey, what did you think somebody was going to contribute versus what are they contributing? Right, and that's a that's a fun game to play right now. You know, what were the expectations? All right, well you're thinking, well Steph showed everybody last year that he's still Steph and he's still an MVP candidate, and and you know maybe and, and so what Steph shown in these first in the first few weeks here of this season, the first month of the season, well he's showed that instead of maybe the number three in the MVP, he's the number one in the MVP. So even he's up over what he was. You're not going to want to miss what Draymond Green had to say. Got a chance to to catch a little bit of that down stairs here at Chase Center uh, as he met with the media post-game as well. What the heck's going on with Draymond Green? Because he's playing at an unbelievable level uh, in terms of energy and, and passion and emotion, and the defense is there. But, but he's, he, is, he is rocketing the ball up the court. On, on the break, off of makes, off of misses. He gets the ball in his hands. He's pushing the tempo, and they're getting into a set. And they're moving the basketball, and somebody's getting a look, and guys are cutting. And and I, I thought the tempo by which the Warriors started the game, turnovers bedamned. Like, who cares about that? Uh, and, and, look, it, it's sloppy, and, and, and the Warriors – wind them you know can wind up in some trouble when they're you know, turning the basketball over but but the pace the pace 
right now. That I thought that was the tone. It was, hey, we're not sluggish tonight, the Warriors were saying, to, to the Toronto Raptors coming home off an Eastern trip without having a practice or, or even a shoot-around because of the early 5.30 p.m. start time. So I, I thought there was a tone set, and, and Draymond set that tone. Wiggins, this last week and a half, two weeks, has been better than Wiggins was last year. And then you go up and down the roster. Poole's starting to find it. And and really, everybody in terms of depth is either a new addition that fits better than before or somebody that's playing maybe at a little bit of a greater level or more consistent level uh, than, than they've uh, played at previously. So, I, I mean, you add it all up. And this this Warriors team has just got a, a lot going for them and, and a full roster, full complement uh, of players that, that can play and that, and that can get the job done. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's John Dickinson here inside Chase Center. Uh, we'll go ahead and pause right here. We'll get to some phone calls coming up on the other side. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from Draymond Green. Uh, and uh, we'll keep this thing moving here on into the night on a Sunday. Warriors now 15-2 and as they handle the Raptors from start to finish. 119-104. to You heard it right here at 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cool. Off the screen by Looney. Bounce pass to the cutting Wiggins in deep. Met by defenders. Rotates to Draymond on the right sideline. Draymond back to Wiggins. He goes back. Scored a thunderous two-hand dunk for Wiggins. Makes it 76-57. He's on a roll. I'll tell you, he was good on that recent road trip. Almost 22 a game. He's got tonight 25. Now back 
to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson back inside Chase Center. Warriors 119. They beat the Raptors 119 to 104 as Golden State now 15 and 2 on the season. They win the opener of this three-game homestand as the Warriors are going to take on the Sixers on Wednesday. The Portland Trailblazers are in on Friday before the Dubs head to L.A. and Phoenix for the Clippers and the Suns, respectively. We'll hear from Steve Kerr here coming up uh, in just a moment. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. Shoot me a text or give me a call. Uh, The 203 via the text line chiming in with uh, somebody that I had marked down to mention right at the top of this segment. 203 writes, I feel like Looney's defense gets lost in the mix sometimes. The early blocks, picking balls off in the lane to establish the tone tonight. That That's an excellent point. Kavon Looney was fantastic in this game tonight. A plus 25. The the only player with a, a higher plus minus on the Warriors tonight was, was Andrew Wiggins, who wound up uh, a plus 30 in this one. And, and tonight, really a night where the Warriors starters crushed the Toronto Raptors starters just up and down. The, the battle of the benches was, was won uh, by the Raptors tonight, uh, which is interesting because Typically, uh, just when you look at the the plus minus department, typically uh, they're not uh, an exceptionally deep team. uh, But the Warriors did get enough, uh, even on a night where Bielitsa wasn't maybe the best fit uh, for this matchup. And he's been dealing with a little bit of a rib issue. Only four minutes for Bielitsa. Kaminga had a run. He was not good uh, tonight, uh, a minus 13, but that's all right. He, he got uh, that shift in the first half, but they were able to get enough uh, from Otto Porter and Chris Chioza to where even though uh, those units collectively, the Raptors had the upper hand, uh, a little bit of, of scoring, 26 points between the two of them, between Porter and, and Chioza, uh, celebrating his birthday today, Chris Chioza as well. Uh, that was more than enough when you look at what Wiggins was doing, you look at what Jordan Poole was doing, and, and you factor in how hot the Warriors were from three-point range uh, to finish this one up at, at 22 for 45. But yeah, Kavon Looney was, was terrific. Ten boards in 26 minutes to go with the seven points. He had four assists tonight, uh, the, the couple of steals, couple of blocks. Kavon Looney was outstanding. Five offensive rebounds, and, and he'll, he'll hurt. You, know, you look at Toronto, we talked about it on Warriors Live. Raptors get after it on the offensive glass. They had 17 offensive rebounds. Uh, but Kavon Looney can, can pluck a few of his own, and he had five of the, the, the Warriors' eight, and he's just always – Kind of in the right spot, making things happen, just doing the little things. And I agree with the, the texter. Kavon Looney is uh, an unsung hero. Uh, he did go to the locker room in the second half, didn't come back in the game. Uh, so we'll have to see if uh, there's anything up uh, as far as an update uh, on Kavon Looney. But, no, he was he was tremendous uh, for the Warriors in this one tonight uh, as they get the win. All right, but let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, uh, as he met with the media downstairs. There's uh, following this one, a lot of discussion about Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, just the overall depth of this team as they improve to 15-2. and two. Uh, Here's uh, the head coach. Steve, how would you describe the confidence you have in Jordan Poole as a shooter? 
Uh, really high. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's worked so hard on it. I, I think the, uh, the challenge this year is, you know, kind of the next step of his evolution, which is to uh, figure out what's a good shot, uh, you know, being aggressive, but without uh, forcing. And uh, I think the last few games he's, he's gotten much better in terms of his shot selection, you know, just taking the, taking the ones that are there and not, uh, you know, not launching um, tough ones. And, uh, you know, tonight I don't remember, a, you know, out of his 11 threes, I don't remember one that wasn't open and balanced. And so when he's taking good ones, he's, you know, he's a fantastic shooter. Steve, how much did, did Andrew's rhythm out of the gates really get you guys in a good position? Yeah. You know, every team's game plan is to, uh, try to slow Steph down and he draws so much attention. So anytime, you know, we can get a couple of guys, Wiggs and Jordan, especially in the starting lineup, um, we can get those guys going early. They're going to have some openings. And I thought both, both Andrew and Jordan took advantage of those openings early and um, Wiggs, same as Jordan, you know, figuring out his openings, um, being aggressive, but being, just part of the offense. I think it's, he's really starting to, to get in the groove. Steve, this is the second night in a row. You know, we've seen Jordan picking his places, Andrew being aggressive. What does that change for you as a team going forward? If you're getting that on a nightly basis from these two guys? Well, the biggest thing is just the, the balance. This, the scoring balance means that teams can't uh, throw everything at Steph. You know, that's what was happening last year. We saw that where, you know, teams were throwing every, everything they had at Steph and um, it's, it's continued this year, but we, we have, um, you know, more overall shooting this year. And, uh, you know, Otto, I haven't mentioned, I thought he was fantastic tonight, uh, made some big threes for us, but just the overall spacing means that if teams are going to, you know, throw the kitchen sink at, at Steph, then they're going to, they're going to pay. Steve, at the, the clip that you're winning and with the cushions you're building on the scoreboard, you get to try a lot of different player combinations. What are you still looking for at this point in the season? Well, first of all, everybody on our roster is capable of helping us win a game. Um, it's a very deep team. Tonight was Cheese's uh, uh, moment, you know, it's his birthday today, um, which, um, was coincidental to him playing. I mean, it was just a good matchup for him. You know, Toronto is a fast, strong, athletic team, and that's Jesus' kind of game. So um, perfect example um, of, of a guy who stays ready and, you know, waits, waits for his turn and a great teammate. Guys gave him an ovation in the locker room after the game. They respect him so much for how hard he works and just his approach every day. So... It's, uh, you know, and then you, you look at Juan after being out of the rotation for whatever it was, four or five games. And, you know, now the last few games, he's found his way back in there and he's helping us win. So it's great to have everybody, everybody on the roster contributing and understanding that every night's going to be a little different. And they all just have to stay ready. Does this sort of situation where everybody stays ready, does that bode well for bringing Clay back and bringing Wiseman back? folding guys into the offense again. yeah when those guys are back it's um what it means is there's fewer minutes you know to go around um but you know what's being established is the uh, the approach of this team and uh each individual player it doesn't mean everyone's always going to be happy um 
you know, they wouldn't be human if they weren't disappointed when they didn't play. Um, but the awareness, the understanding that it's about the team and it's about the big picture and that everyone's time will come. I think that is being established. That's important for our team. Steve, what would you attribute uh, Wiggins' ability to stay uh, consistently aggressive? Is it something that's switched in his head? Is it uh, more comfort in the offense? Or what, what would you- I think more comfort. I think the uh, – you know, early part of the season, he wasn't in, in, in good enough shape yet with the knee. Um, the knee issue held him back in camp, so he hadn't gotten over the hump conditioning-wise. And then I think it took me uh, some time to really figure out, um, the, you know, how to use him and the messaging. And, you know, we were so focused on him defensively early in the season, and I don't think I did a good job of really uh, – reminding him uh, to be aggressive and uh, kind of took him for granted there for a couple of weeks. And, and then I, so I think our staff has just done a better job of, you know, putting him in positions to attack and score, and, but also to give him that mentality that, Hey, we need this every single night. Um, beyond that, it's, I mean, he's the one who's doing it obviously. So I think, uh, I think something triggered, you know, that at the, after that Minnesota game and he's, held himself accountable night in and night out to stay aggressive, and that's what he's doing. you like him on that baseline? It seems like he's living there. He's cutting at a great time. Is that you, you love like him that? on that baseline. He's so athletic uh, and dynamic getting to the rim, and obviously Steph and Draymond are out you know, on the top of the floor. There's a lot of activity up there defensively, so there's some openings uh, along the baseline for Wiggs, and he's taking advantage. At 17 games, do you feel like an identity is starting to be locked in for your team? Yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we're a two-way team. You know, everything starts with the defense. Um, That's been established. I think Draymond Green is the best defender in the world. I think he's had uh, just an unbelievable start to the season. Um, He's so motivated. He's so engaged every single night. A little worried about him today, given that Michigan State was down 49 nothing in the middle of the second quarter. But, uh, sorry, uh, he just walked in and was hoping to get that shot in before he, he got in here. But, no, you know, coming off the trip, I was, I was worried about everybody because you come back from the East Coast and you don't have a practice and you just go against a team as athletic and strong as uh, Toronto. So Draymond was uh, – was phenomenal. He set a tone. He and Loon set a tone early defensively. So did Wiggs. Um, and that, uh, that first quarter was, was great. Yeah. You just, you said Chioza fit a fast, strong athletic game. I was just wondering if you could kind of expound on that, why he fits that type of game. Well, Chris is, uh, he's really strong and, and uh, athletic and tough. Um, and Toronto is, you know, one of the most, athletic uh, physical teams that we play all year. So the game suited his style because he, he belongs out there defensively. He uh, gets underneath people. If he gets switched onto a bigger guy, he's got the strength to fight him and the toughness. So uh, I love Chris and um, tonight was a great, great night for him. Yeah. Great night for Chris Chioza on his birthday as he pitches in uh, 11 points off the bench in 20 minutes and the Warriors get the win. 119 to 104, 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570 as you listen to 957 the game. KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco and Odyssey Station. 
Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. It is Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game with John Dickinson here inside Chase Center as the Warriors are now 15-2 and on the season. Uh, just kind of recapping some of the, the, the things that I jotted down here from the post-game presser with Steve Kerr. Uh, just the, the confidence in Jordan Poole uh, and the confidence in Poole when he's taking the good ones is what Steve Kerr said there. And I, I think that's critical because he's been so good at getting to the basket. He's been so good shooting twos. The three-point shot has been streakier. And, and look, he was a, a tick under 30% from three coming into this game. And and so, uh, you know, you look at that uh, and, you know, with, with Jordan Poole, uh, he's able to, to boost that up a, a little bit uh Tonight, with respect to you know, eight eight of eleven is going to boost is going to give you a, a nice boost. Eight of eleven is going to give you a nice boost, and the eight of eleven did get give Jordan Poole to where he's able to get uh, over that that thirty uh, percent plateau uh, for for his season to this point. But it's all about taking the good ones and not maybe taking some of the wild ones. I know uh, in. One of the games on the road trip, the the Brooklyn game, uh, I thought that the TNT broadcast caught Steve Kerr in the huddle, and he was talking uh, about shot selection and running the offense, and it was you know seemingly directed maybe at Jordan Poole because he can be so confident and he thinks he's gonna you know he can make any shot uh, and, and the like, and I think it's it's honing in with him and making sure that he's taken shots where he's set, and Steve Kerr pointing out there when he's set. He knocks him down uh, at a at a much higher clip. Uh, I, I thought the point about Andrew Wiggins, as far as uh, the ability to the defense is going to force Wiggins to to be one of the guys that that is going to beat them. If he's able to be aggressive, then that means they're going to have to focus attention on him. It's going to open things up for everybody else. I mean, it just it it works hand in hand with respect to uh, you know teams just not being able to to throw everything at Steph all the time without being you know made pay by this Warriors team and I think Wiggins getting that attack mindset and good for Steve Kerr uh, to own it essentially right because Wiggins was maligned going back a week and a half to, to, to two weeks ago he was he was maligned for you know what's going on with Wiggins not not being aggressive enough it's you know not not filling the void and the gaps in certain games and Steve Kerr you know, took it upon himself to say hey you know I needed to, to run better stuff for him. I needed to tell him to be aggressive. The coaching staff needed to, to implore him, and, and maybe he's the type of player. Look, everybody's different, but maybe he's the type of player that does need to be uh, implored to to do more, you know, more frequently. And I like the nod for for Otto Porter Jr., who was one of my uh, big keys to this one right off the top here. Uh, look, there's just going to be nights where the Warriors are going to have a couple of guys that are hot from three-point range, and when that happens, this team's just going to be awfully tough to beat. There's just no other way around it. You get a guy hit five and nine from three-point range, and you know a couple other guys go six of eight, eight of eleven. You're just you're winning. Like you're flat out, you're winning. Uh, and then I, I thought picking the right spots. Something I'm going to harp on all year. Steve Kerr picking the right player on the right night. He's had a knack over the course of of this first month of the season 
to pick the right player to make an impact on the right night. Whether it's it's Bielitsa who is going to be in the rotation no matter what against the Lakers in the opener. He gives Moses Moody some run to get him a taste those first couple of games, and all of a sudden he flips to Gary Payton the second, and he flips to Gary Payton the second a few weeks ago in Sacramento, and Gary Payton the second helps them win that game and has been a constant in the rotation. Tonight, he finds his way, uh, unable to play due to injury. Who's going to step in and, and fill the void and get the minutes? Well, it, it's it's tonight Chris Chioza, and Chris Chioza helps him win a game. And, and whether it's been Kaminga's going to be a player that plays tonight versus JTA, another example, in the Cleveland game going back to Thursday on the road trip. Kaminga hadn't played well, really, for a couple of games after he had played well in the rotation for a couple of games. So Steve Kerr gave him the first half rotation minutes. Second half, they're down. They're not playing well. He throws Juan Toscano-Anderson in the game in those minutes late in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. He winds up helping along with Steph Curry and the rest of that group go on the 36-8 to run that ultimately flipped that game and, and turned a loss into a win. So it's the right players in the right positions on the right nights. Uh, Steve Kerr's got, uh, it, it's almost like a, a baseball manager in a way uh, uh, that has a very deep roster. And, and what's the right night to pinch it for this guy? What's the right night to give this guy a start? What's the, what's the right matchup? for somebody to have the the greatest level of success possible. And I think Steve Kerr's pushed a lot of those buttons really, really well uh, to this point. And it's only going to get more difficult. And Steve Kerr mentioned this. It's only going to get more difficult on him because there are going to be fewer minutes to go around when Clay comes back. And there are going to be maybe some players that think they should be playing more that are going to have to take a a back seat. And he understands it. it. It's natural. But his ability to pick the right player to play on the right night has been, I think, an underrated factor and an underrated plus in why this team has been able to be as successful uh, as they have been uh, to, to this point uh, in the season. 888-957-9570. We're going to hear from Draymond Green coming up here uh, in just a moment uh, on Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. Also want to uh, let everybody know it's time for the Steph Curry three-point update brought to you by Masterclass. We talked about it before the ball game. Steph had come into this game hitting 85 threes this season. Steph tonight just won. A, a, a rare night, just one added to that tally. A one of six night for Steph from three-point range. So you add that to the 85 86 threes for Stephen Curry this season. Uh, And so, uh, look, the one thing we know about Steph, it's uh, almost a certainty on a night where he has a rough shooting night that he comes back and he goes ballistic the next game. So I think it's fair to say look out. uh, Look out Philadelphia 76ers coming in here in a couple of nights the night before Thanksgiving because Steph Curry typically bounces back in a major, major way. So 86 threes in total uh, for Steph this season. Uh, That's uh, master class. Let's you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. All right, let's get uh, to Draymond Green. You're not going to want to miss what he had to say downstairs as he evaluated his early season 
and uh, some pretty candid comments coming from Draymond with respect to his game the last few seasons and why he's been able to elevate his game by his own definition uh, during the first month of this season. Here's Dre. Draymond, how much do you like to see the other guys take take some pressure off off Steph on the offensive end, the way Wiggins came out early and, and the way Jordan ha- has been doing it lately? Oh, it's, it's great. Sorry about with Jordan. Uh, he's, he continues to grow. You know, that growth is important. Uh, he's he's kind of getting to that point of where he's taking better and better shots. He's read, starting to read the game better. And so, you know, on a night like tonight where Steph didn't really have it going, you need those points and, and that aggressiveness. And so, you know, we've kind of been building lineups around him and Steph, which is great. Uh, you keep one of those guys on the floor, and he was incredible. He was incredible tonight with his shot making and wigs the aggression that he came out with um, on both sides of the ball. He was aggressive on Fred uh, handling the ball, and he was aggressive attacking the rim and, and taking a shot. And it was it was a beautiful thing to watch. So uh, we'll, we'll need that uh, moving forward. Teams are going to key on Steph, as they always do. Steph won't continue to have nights like, like that. But teams are always going to key on him, and it's important uh, for those guys to do that, to keep the defense honest and make them have to account for them as well. Jeremiah, you guys have been so dominant to start the year are you surprised at how well it's all going i wouldn't necessarily say surprise that it's going well but a little surprised that it's going as well as fast as it is um everyone talks about our schedule you know there's some truth to that i think you know we haven't had the toughest schedule in the world but you can only play who they put out there in front of you and i think regardless of who we plan we're handling our business the way it should be handled so I feel good about it. I know our team feel good about it. Uh, got a lot of confident guys, and we got to continue to get better, though. We got a long ways to go. Steve said one of the things that's locking into place for the team's identity is a great two way team. You are the tip of that spear. How would you describe the start to your season? I think I've been pretty good. I think I've been incredible defensively, which I should be uh, at this point. I hope so. Offensively, I think I've been good as well. I think I'm reading the floor well. Uh, trying to cut back on my turnovers. I think that's an area of improvement for me. Take the shot when it's there, be aggressive um, when I need to be aggressive, but get my teammates involved. That's what I do. That's what I enjoy doing. I have fun doing that, and it's good for our team. So I think I've been pretty good to start the year. You know, that rolls right in hand with our team being good. You know, it's our team is playing well, and just trying to do what I can to help that. Steve called you the best defender in the world. I agree. There you go. Answer number one. <laughs> you also said you're playing with some new kind of fire this season. Is that true? And if, if so, what's the motivation? It is true. You know, I've just kind of found that love again, you know, kind of go through a lot of shit and, you know, the love kind of wanes a little bit. But I've just found that love and that joy for the game. And I'm just enjoying uh, playing basketball and controlling what I can control. A point of emphasis for, for myself this year was simply to control what I can control. Uh, that means on the court. That means with the referees. That means off the floor. That's just a step in my life. And I think it shows on a basketball court. And so my son is, is getting older. My daughter is my oldest daughter. She's seven now. They kind of get on my ass if we lose. <laughs> so <laughs> that's motivation. And, and I think for me also, I've been the last couple years and so my kids don't really understand how good I am and I want them to see how good I am so they'll have an understanding that is motivation for me you know when I was playing at the top of my level which I'm getting back to that now but I was playing at the top of my level 
they're like three and one. That is motivating for me to play well in front of them so they have an understanding of what I do. And uh, and most importantly, I want to win. I want to be a defensive player of the year again, and I want to be an all-star again. That is motivating me because a lot of people has counted, had counted me out. And um, same mistake people made before when I first came into the league. My dog Marcus ain't make that mistake. He told you I was a sleeper in the draft when I first came out. I remember that. But a lot of people uh, doubted me and doubted me again, and that's that's fuel to the fire. Any any concern from you? Uh, you're, it looks like you're playing really hard, especially fourth quarter. It's bigger guys. It's a lot of contested rebounds, a lot of like you going all out. How concerned are you? Because this is November. I'm not concerned at all because I feel incredible and I take better care of my body today than I ever have. Um, I don't drink really anymore like I used to. I used to go after it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm 31 years old now, so I try to do all the necessary things to make sure my body is in shape and ready to go. And, um, you know, lifting more than I ever have. And so I think staying healthy, if, if you do the things that you have to do, to stay healthy, for the most part, you'll stay healthy. I mean, there's freak accidents that happen. That's just the nature of the game that we play in. But I think uh, when you're putting the work in to prevent the injuries, to take all of those hits and, and have my body prepared for that, I don't lead these. When we play on the road and, and we get on the plane and we get off the plane, I can run down the stairs. And before, I used to creep down them stairs, like knees hurting, feet hurting. I feel incredible. And so it's it's not a worry for me at all, whereas before it was. And, you know, you kind of take all those hits and, you know, you're not doing everything else around that to to make sure your body is ready for those hits and you start to break down. And so um, I think, you know, for me, it's just continuing to take care of my body the way I'm taking care of my body. And, and I think I'll continue to feel great. Draymond, when you guys are building these leads in games, it gives you some flexibility to try different player combinations. What do you think about that flexibility? And two, when Chose is on the court, do you ever squint at him and see Steph sometimes? Well, Cheese is much shorter than Steph. I've been playing with Steph for quite a while, so I kind of always know where he is. Uh, but one thing we've always talked about is strength and number and depth. And last couple of years, we haven't had that depth. I think we have that depth back this year, and it's showing. Um, you know, a couple guys go out the lineup. Uh, guys are stepping up. The other night, we have four guys out of the lineup. You had everyone stepping up. And so I think it is a testament to Bob um, and our front office, our, our ownership group, and uh, putting putting the necessary tools and pieces in place to be successful. And, you know, you, you can rely on that depth. And, you know, one thing about um, Steve is he's never – going to let someone sit on a bench and rot. That's just not how he coaches. Um, he's going to, at least every few games, make sure a guy get an opportunity to stay in it uh, and, and know that their chance is coming. And I think uh, that's, you know, that's been Steve since since I've, since I've he came here. And, and you know, it's, it's not changing now, especially with the depth that we have. So uh, I think it's great that we can rely on that depth. I think it's great that you can kind of play with the, the lineups and see what lineups work best together because it won't always be up 15 the whole game, uh, up 20 the whole game. And so you need to know those lineups. If you're if you're struggling offensively, which lineup you want to go to? If you're struggling defensively, which lineup you want to go to? If you're struggling rebounding, um, which lineup you want to go to? And so I think all that is beneficial. And, and building these leads uh, and, and getting guys opportunities is important because, 
you know, as as we've seen now, um, you get get these guys opportunity, they show what they can do, and then all of a sudden they're playing in real games and making plays and, and helping us win games. And so I think that's important. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we need to continue to build up on that. On the same line, Draymond, you guys are 17 games in now, and I'm wondering if you have, en- have seen enough to sort of break down the potential for the second unit once everybody gets back. I think the potential of the second unit is, number one, I think it's changing. Because it's, you know, we like I said, we've been playing with those lineups. So at first you obviously had Steph playing all of his minutes uh, in the first quarter. And then over the course of the last seven or eight games or so, breaking those minutes up and seeing where he's at with that group and um, seeing where Jordan is with that group. You've seen sometimes where Wiggs is the guy in that group. Um, and so we know what we have there. You know, it's no surprise what we have there at this point. Uh, we know exactly what we have. And... You know, I think that lineup is doing an incredible job all year. I mean, there's been games where, you know, you look at the plus minus category and I'm minus six, Steph minus seven, and and Belly, Auto, GP one, you know, D League, those guys are plus eighteen. And so I think that that is a testament to the depth that we have. And, you know, we need to we're gonna to continue to rely on that and and they'll continue to produce the way they have. Wiggins has seemed to have been able to keep that aggressiveness since Minnesota consistently. Like, how big is that, and what's it like to see Wiggins like get after it the way he does? Uh, it's huge uh, to to see that aggression. You know, Wiggs is iron man; he don't miss games. But the reality is, you know, he was a little banged up, you know, coming into the season in those first few weeks. As he started to feel better, you saw the aggressiveness uh, continue to pick up. And since that Minnesota game, it's been full throttle. So. Uh, that's what we need from him. Obviously, we know he's capable. Uh, and, you know, he'll continue to play aggressive. I'll make sure of that. And he playing the way he's playing on both ends of the ball makes it really tough to beat us. Yeah, it really is tough for for other teams to, to handle the Warriors. Wiggins is playing at the level that he's playing at. Good stuff there from Draymond Green. Uh, and you know, I, I thought an astute point in, in right off the top, bringing out Wiggins, not just offensively and knocking down the threes, but the defense on Fred Van Vliet uh, right at, at the beginning uh, of the ball game as well uh, when you talked about the high-energy pace and tone that, that was set uh, in, in this one. And, and a whole lot of honesty from Draymond Green. Man, you got to appreciate the honesty from Draymond when he talks about a new fire and a newfound love for the game and, and openly acknowledging Look, others have said it, and it, it hasn't always been a comfortable conversation here in the Bay, but Draymond flat out said, hey, I, I, I've played like blank the last couple years, and, and, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing that. And for him to say that and to say that he felt he knew he had to make some changes, uh, you know, it, it's just a sign of maturity, whether it's issues with the officials. He's got, what, two technical fouls so far? This season, uh, acknowledging that he wants to be a defensive player of the year again, acknowledging he wants to be an all-star player again, and acknowledging that he maybe needed to start taking a little bit better care of himself as he gets a little bit older, uh, and has done that. You know, mentioning the fact that he used to he used to get after it pretty hard and you know drinking and the like, and 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 he doesn't do that as much anymore. And other things that he's done to to try and take care of his body to get back to being the kind of player that that he used to be uh, at a little bit of a younger age. So uh, really, really forthcoming, thoughtful, 
just just excellent, excellent stuff. And then the point uh, with respect to the way Steve Kerr handles the bench, uh, and you know, not going to let somebody sit and rot on the bench. And we've seen that. You go up and down this roster. Everybody's getting a little taste at some point, you know, from Moody to Kaminga to, you know, JTA after he hadn't been playing. I mean, everybody's getting an opportunity and and he's got different boxes and different checks and different things he can go to when he needs to. And when this team needs a little bit of another style of play, there's just options on top of options on top of options. And it's all paying some some big time dividends for uh, the Golden State Warriors to this point as they win tonight, one nineteen to one hundred four, and they now are fifteen and two on this season, best record in the NBA. And look, you know, the schedule is going to be getting tougher, but I think you you want to be able to play those games if you're the Warriors from a position of advantage in the standings, where you know you can pick off. A bunch of them, and then and then you got big time action. You, you know, you you come into this next stretch if you're the Warriors, and, and let's say you get to seventeen and two, going to play the Clippers a week from today. You know, you start winning those games, beat Phoenix a couple of times, or even you know take two out of three in those. You chase it with a a win over San Antonio that comes with it. I mean, all of a sudden we we've been talking about a team that's. You know, twenty and four, twenty twenty two and five, something like that, and then oh by the way, Clay Thompson's coming back. On top of that, for the final fifty or fifty two games, they're pushing the bar up with every single win. And I think, I mean, and, and just the way that these wins are coming in, uh, it's really been something else. So fifteen and two overall, now nine and one at home. Uh, this is the best start to a season for the Warriors since the 2016-2017 season. So you got to go back four years ago. Uh, they were 16-2 and two, uh, four years ago. Obviously, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, five years ago, they were 16-2 and two, uh, at the beginning of the season. And, of course, uh, at this point, six years ago, they were 17-0 and 0, uh, en route to the uh, 24-0 and 0 start to the season uh, in in that year in which they won 73 games. Warriors uh, continue uh, as you factor in last year. And, and I only mention this because Steve Kerr mentioned a couple of weeks ago the fact that he really thought the tone for this season was set at the end of last season. So you take the 15-5 and five from last year to close things out, and then you go 15-2 and two to begin this year, and it's 30 now of the last 37 for the Warriors overall. And you know what? Even if you, if you want to say 30 and 7 and then say, oh, well, you know what? They lost the two play-in games. 30 and 9 is still pretty damn good. 30 and 9 is still pretty pretty damn good. Uh, the Warriors with the two 30-point scores tonight in the same game. First time that's happened since... The night before the All-Star break in 2019, February the 13th of 2019 at Portland, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant each uh, had 32 in that one. Tonight it was Jordan Poole, 33, Andrew Wiggins, 32. So the first time in nearly three years that the Warriors had multiple 30-point scorers. Uh, the last time the Warriors had two 30-point scorers not named Curry, Durant, or Clay Thompson – you got to go all the way back to April of 2014. Harrison Barnes with 30, and Jordan Cro- Jordan Crawford with 41 
Wow. That via the Elias Sports Bureau uh, with the nod there. Warriors held the Raptors under 40% shooting. Now 6-0 and when the Warriors do that uh, on the season. And uh, the Warriors uh, just continue to, to, to get the job done. Uh, just offensively, defensively, uh, a season high in terms of three-point makes for the Warriors with the 22. The previous high was 21 against Oklahoma City uh, back on October the 30th as they shoot a season high 48.9% uh, from three-point range uh, in, in this ball game tonight. So uh, unbelievable stuff uh, for, for the Golden State Warriors when you look at, at what they're doing. Another night with 30 assists. Uh, the turnovers were a problem early. The five in the first you know, five, six minutes uh, of this game, they wound up with six turnovers, uh, or, or they wound up rather with ten turnovers for the rest of the game. So I think Steve Kerr's probably pretty happy with that. Uh, and so with the 30 assists, now nine and one in the games, the tenth time they've had 30 uh, or more assists. So just uh, a Warrior squad that continues to impress. All right. That's going to do it uh, for us tonight. Uh, appreciate the help of everybody in our San Francisco studios. I think we had Sterling and Sam and Craig and everybody out there. If I'm leaving somebody out, uh, apologies. Great work uh, by one and all. Uh, I'm going to be back tomorrow uh, and all week here on 95.7 The Game. I'm filling in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'll be on with Matt Steinmetz tomorrow, noon to 3 the next three days, and uh, back uh, as well uh, w- with Warriors wrap-up uh, during the week uh, this week. So uh, looking forward to that very much this week. All right, that'll do it. Warriors get the win, 119-104. to 104. Uh, Keep it locked right here on 95.7 The Game uh, all week long, beginning tomorrow with the morning roast. And I'll talk to you at noon. Warriors back in action Wednesday against the Sixers. Dubs, win it. 119-104, you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 